Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltisiak and you're listening to Not The Same Old Lions Podcast. Using my sports casting background, I speak with a variety of guests and interview key players to gain more insight on what makes this team go. As the Detroit Lions enter a new gritty era, we'll look beyond just the kneecaps when it comes to the analysis. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to discuss the most recent pre-agency news for the Detroit Lions. I heard someone else use this term. I thought it was really clever, calling it pre-agency because these were the two days leading up to the start of free agency. We've got big moves on the defense and the biggest, perhaps most surprising news of all coming at running back. So the Lions added another defensive back in Emmanuel Mosley coming over from the 49ers, signing him to a one-year, $6 million deal. Now, he played well for the 49ers, but he was injured. He actually tore his ACL earlier last year. So we're going to see how this one plays out. Most people are giving it great reviews. At nothing else, he adds starting potential to the Lions. You've got to feel good about that when you look at the addition of Cam Sutton. You've got Jeff Okuda and Jerry Jacobs, our top two corners, coming back from last year. And the Lions are bringing back Will Harris. The secondary is upgraded. So you've got to feel good about that. Moving up to the defensive line. Yesterday, it was Isaiah Bugs. Today, it's John Kaminsky. A two-year, $8.5 million deal. Talk about a difference maker. Kaminsky said from the beginning he wanted to come back. He came here on a one-year prove-it type deal, right? We grabbed him off of waivers. Like seven or eight teams actually went after him. He loved what he did with the Lions. He loved the culture it was building here, and we got him back on a two-year deal. Think about how much of a difference this guy made. Last year, the Lions were 9-3 and when he was on the field, and we were 0-5 when he didn't play. Now, most of those games he did play, he had a club on his hand because he was coming back from an injury. This is a great move by the Lions. The defense now has a solid foundation, and we're bringing some people back, and we're looking at some additions as well. I'm really excited about the defense going into next year, and we're not even done yet. Alex Anzalone was brought back on a three-year, $18 million deal at linebacker. This one's got fans divided a little bit. I'm going to preach patience on this one, folks. Just say he's gotten better as the Lions have gotten better, which also means there's been better talent around him. And that also helps you do better as a player when you're not trying to compensate for other deficiencies around you. Anzalone's also been credited with helping Malcolm Rodriguez get better so quickly. His growth as a player and his leadership go a long way. And I think this season is going to be very telling. And I think it's a well-earned contract. Now, if the season doesn't go as planned, things can always be changed up going forward. But I think Anzalone played well enough this past year that we should feel comfortable going into next year. And who knows? Maybe Anzalone hasn't even hit his ceiling yet. Now, speaking of changes, we had a huge change in the late hours of the night before free agency technically would begin. There were reports that Jamal Williams and the Detroit Lions were far apart on a contract talk. Now, most fans wanted Jamal back. Heck, I wanted him back, and for a variety of reasons. But then, a short time later, it was announced the Detroit Lions came to terms, or are coming to terms, with David Montgomery for a three-year, $18 million deal. This is big. Now, let's first look back at Jamal. His effort and his attitude made me want him back. Great character in the clubhouse and dependable. You saw the fire and the motivation in him. 
And when free agency was about to start, I considered all the options out there, you know, and, and I thought, man, what if Saquon Barkley was out there? What if Tony Pollard was out there? What if Josh Jacobs was out there? Would I consider wanting one of these guys? Well, they all got franchise tags, so they weren't even options. And eventually I thought about it and I liked the idea of bringing him back due to the consistency he would provide. But I also wanted to draft somebody in rounds two or three if we brought him back because there's a real chance that DeAndre Swift is going to be leaving in a year. And I just didn't want us to get any worse. That was my big concern. I thought if we can bring Williams back and we have Swift and we draft somebody, we're solid going into next year. Now, Williams had the best season of his career. We all know that, right? He had more than 1,000 yards rushing. That's the first time he's done that. And he had 17 touchdowns, which broke a Detroit Lions record. And he had a dozen catches. You know, his record actually is 39 receptions in a season a few years back for the Packers. And I looked at some of his longest runs, and the longest run he had one year was a 58-yarder. That was this past year. And then a few years back, he had a 45-yarder for Green Bay. So those were some of his highlights, some of his stats. Now, turning to David Montgomery, his stats, they aren't that different from Jamal Williams, really. He, too, has one 1,000-yard rushing season to his credit. The rest of his seasons were about the 800-yard range. David Montgomery also had 54 receptions a couple years ago. That's a pretty good number. And this past season, he had 34. Now, he split time with Khalil Herbert in a similar manner that Williams and Swift split time this past year. So Herbert took up a lot of the carries and a lot of uh, the playing time as well. Now, David Montgomery's longest runs, he's had an 80-yarder and a 55-yarder in different seasons back with the Bears a few years ago. So my thoughts on David Montgomery, I've always thought he was a hard and tough runner, hard guy to bring down, great at breaking tackles. And I also thought Chicago misused him a lot on their offense. Now, this past year, there wasn't much that could be done with the offensive line, but years previous to that, I felt like they never gave him the ball enough or they never used him enough in right situations. I am going to miss Jamal. I appreciate everything he brought to the Detroit Lions these past two seasons. But I have to say, I really like this signing by the Lions. I was also worried that if the Lions didn't get a deal done with Jamal Williams, and if we didn't get another top free agent running back, that we could be in a very dangerous position going into the draft. You know, David Montgomery and Jamal Williams were probably the top two guys I saw out there. Maybe put Miles Sanders in that category as well. But if we weren't able to get Jamal Williams and we didn't sign David Montgomery, we would be heading into the draft with a very obvious need. And that's a dangerous thing to do because then you're drafting for need and other teams know what you're going to do. David Montgomery is also two years younger than Jamal Williams, though both running backs have about the same number of carries. That should be pointed out right about 900 carries each. Montgomery, though, is more of a receiving threat than Williams was, so that could help add another dimension to our offense. Because DeAndre Swift was always considered the more receiving threat than Williams on our offense, but now if you have two guys who are great at doing both, that's going to keep the defenses much more honest. This move is big for the Lions, you guys. Going into the offseason, a number of people thought the Lions were going to just stay the course and build the way they had the last two years, which was fine. But my reply was, I think this year could be a little bit of an exception. They mentioned liking some guys who might get franchised. I think the Lions see a window that is open and they want to go through it. What do you think? 
Do you like the move of signing David Montgomery? Do you wish Jamal Williams was coming back? Should the Lions still draft a running back at some point? If so, in what round? Folks, I want to know what you think. Please hit me up on Twitter at Matt Soltesiak. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please subscribe to Not The Same Old Lions podcast to get alerts about new episodes. And until next time, stay gritty, my friends. (laughs) 